Elizabeth Bennet surveyed the room with trepidation. She and her sisters were only there at the behest of her mother, who insisted they attend whether they wanted to or not. Of course, Kitty and Lydia had prepared for the ball by flirting around the room, chatting excitedly about who they might see there. They teased Jane that Mr. Bingley would most certainly be in attendance, which irritated her to no end. Mary and Elizabeth had both begged their mother to let them stay home. They weren't interested in socializing with the Bingleys or anyone else for that matter. But Mrs. Bennet insisted. So they were both standing in a corner watching their sisters flirt with every available man in the room. Why do you suppose mother insisted we be here tonight? Elizabeth asked Mary, though she didn't expect her sister to know. Why must we attend every event? Mary shook her head. I'm certain she has her reasons. Elizabeth grunted softly. Oh, yes, she has her reasons. I'd like to go home, Mary continued. I'm in the middle of a very interesting novel and would like to finish it tonight. Elizabeth scanned the room for her mother. There she is. I'm going to ask her when we can go. Surely she won't insist we stay now that we've made an appearance. Much to Elizabeth's dismay, Mrs. Bennet did not let them leave the ball. She insisted they stay until the rest of the family was ready to go. The two girls stood in the corner waiting with as much patience as they could muster. Once they crossed the threshold of Longbourn, they headed to their rooms without looking back until Mr. Bennet called to them. We must meet drawing room as I have an announcement to make. You can retire afterward. Oh, dear. Elizabeth shook her head, but did as her father asked. She and Mary looked at each other, but said nothing. They reluctantly followed the rest of their family into the drawing room, where Lydia and Kitty seemed to be the only ones of the five Bennet girls with any energy left. They were regaling their mother with stories of the ball and the interesting people they had talked to. We saw you dancing with Mr. Bingley, Jane, Lydia teased her eldest sister. You're quite taken with him. I understand why. She lifted her small hands and clasped them together in front of her chest, a dreamy look in her eyes. She looked up at the ceiling for a moment and then cast her eyes upon Elizabeth. And you, dear Lizzie, I did see you dancing with Mr. Darcy of all people, whom I believe you said would never have the chance to spin around the floor with you. Elizabeth blushed furiously and shook her head, frowning at her sister. I was being polite, Lydia. Don't think more of it than it is. It's interesting that you danced with Mr. Darcy, Lizzie. Mr. Bennet gave her a warm smile. The look on his face brought Elizabeth to attention, and she tilted her head to the side. Oh, why is that? What I have to announce concerns you and Mr. Darcy. Elizabeth clenched her jaw and steeled herself. If her father had anything to announce that involved both her and Mr. Darcy, it couldn't be anything she wanted to hear. She didn't think much of the man, as he was arrogant and pompous beyond comprehension. She was introduced to him by Charles Bingley, who was showing interest in her sister Jane. She had immediately found him to be of distinctly low moral character, and was less than pleased about having been asked to dance by him at the ball that evening. But she couldn't say no, as her mother was watching and would disapprove if she turned the gentleman down. Mr. Fitzwilliam Darcy, master of Pemberley, 
the nephew of lady catherine de Bourgh, was an honest and intelligent man but had an ego that reached a heavenly level his feelings of self-importance caused him to look down on those he considered inferior to him it was the first thing elizabeth had noticed about him she hadn't enjoyed a moment of their dance that evening having to bite her tongue the entire time to keep herself from telling him what she thought of his outlandish behavior he had been cordial enough but now to be teased about it by her younger sister she considered it to be one of the worst experiences of her life i can't imagine what you could have to announce that would involve both myself and mr darcy she dropped herself on the settee looking into the fireplace and admiring the flickering flames they had such freedom they could dance on their own and not be worried about affairs of the day he's a prideful man his arrogance knows no bounds <laughs>